Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's Horror. My name is Moth. And my name is Tay. And we don't have a lot of business. It's just a couple reminders. We have a giveaway going on our Instagram right now. That is at Here's Horror Podcast. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, giveaways going all month. We're going to be drawing the winners on Halloween and announcing those winners on our Instagram stories. Possibly an actual post as well. We haven't really decided, but yep. <laughs> on Instagram. You'll know. Yeah, you'll know. But announced on Halloween. So you just got a couple weeks left of that, and you can enter a lot of times, like once a day, yes. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You can get so many entries in. Yeah. And <laughs> on top of that, I'm also doing a movie marathon this entire month. I'm watching spooky movies every single day, and those are being announced over on our Instagram stories as well. So if you want to watch any movies with me check them out there. I'm announcing them the day before I'm watching them, so you have time to prepare and figure out how the heck you're going to watch all these movies. So yeah. Do it. Do it's it. It's fun. It's a, it's a <laughs> good list of movies this year, in my opinion. Yeah, so very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited to maybe eventually watch some of them. Yeah, perhaps. I'm banned from this. I can't participate. No. Boo-hoo. <laughs> well, it's only just because, like, it's for your own good. I haven't yeah, no, vetted I most of these movies. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I would want to participate That's because I only want to watch them with you here to protect me, so. <laughs> yes, it's safe here. It's not necessarily <laughs> safe in Marathon Land. <laughs> no, maybe not, but. For everyone else, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. But that's all the business. We can just jump right the hell into this. Are you ready? What are we watching today? Oh my god. I forgot. It's it's going to be scary. It it's is. October. <laughs> it's October. I'm not pulling any punches. Um, so we're watching a movie from 2019 called Haunt. And it okay. sounds like it's about ghosts, but it's not about ghosts. Okay. Yeah. So it's a slasher. Which is kind okay. of fun. And okay. do you want me to go ahead and give you the like synopsis now so that you can kind of sure, get Sure, I've never heard of this. Which is I, weird because it like just came out. Right? I hadn't heard of it either until like, I don't know, just a few weeks ago. I was looking for like Halloween specific horror mm-hmm. movies, right? And mm-hmm. I stumbled upon this one. And it's also weird that I hadn't heard of it because I will explain that in a minute. But... <laughs> <laughs> So what this one is about, it's Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. And people got a party during Halloween, you know? Duh. So a group of friends, they go to a bar, and they end up hanging out with and leaving with these two guys. And they plan to look for a haunted house attraction, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they just, like, stumble upon a random one. Like, they plan to go to an extreme haunt, but they stumble upon a different one that also looks pretty, pretty interesting to them, right? Mm-hmm. So they go in. And they have to sign a waiver and everything. It's never good if you have to sign a waiver. Don't do that. But uh, they quickly realize that the danger in there is definitely very real. So good. Yeah, that's what this one's about. It's it's a little it's a little fucked up in a lot of ways. So it's a very interesting movie though. Had a good time. I hope you also do. It's kind of giving like um, H. H. Holmes like Murder Castle. A little bit. A little bit of that. A little bit of like McCamey Manor. Have you heard of that? I have, but I don't. I I know what it is, but I also don't. <laughs> it's a really. Oh wait, that guy that like does, and he it's like a 
extreme haunted house where you like go in and it's like really fucked up yeah but it's like not real but it is real no yeah. but it, it okay. yeah but like people are like actually getting their fucking teeth pulled out and shit like that and it's yeah, actually yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. vile mm-hmm. we're not gonna mm-hmm. talk about that in this episode i considered <laughs> that but then i'm like you know what i don't we don't need to do that it, yeah if you want to look into mckamey manor go for it we're watched, not gonna I talk think about there's it. like a i think there's like a dark tourist episode about it. i think so uh, so if you're interested in that, I think Dark Tourist is on Netflix. It's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of feelings about that establishment and I'm not going to go into it's them for legal reasons. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so Haunt, it has kind of all over the place reviews, but like mostly good. So on oh. IMDb, it has a 6.3 out of 10 with 33,000 ratings. And then on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 70% with a 100% audience score. Damn, okay. We have never watched a movie with a 100% anything, so... Wow, okay. Yeah, kind of fucking crazy. Um, And I don't know why I paused so much there. I just... <laughs> my brain just collecting kind of... Collecting your thoughts. <laughs> quit. Yeah, I'm just collecting my okay. thoughts, you know, like a normal movie. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. In terms of budget, I actually had a really hard time finding the budget, and I still have no idea what it was. So, okay. affectionately, we'll say it was a handful of rocks and a really cool leaf. Yeah. It, yep. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just for funsies. Maybe it was. <laughs> I, there was no budget. <laughs> no budget. They just did the... Th- I, I have no idea. So, the film premiere took place on August 8th, 2019 at the Popcorn Frights Film Festival in Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. Florida. And then on August 23rd, it had the international premiere in London, England at Fright Fest. And then on September 7th, there was another viewing at the Grauman's Egyptian Theater in Los Angeles. And then finally, it had a limited theatrical release at a handful of theaters on September 13th, 2019. Nice. When it showed up on Shudder shortly after release, it was the highest ranking movie premiere on the platform that year. It did really, really well. Wow. Yeah, and then when all was said and done with the films released, it ended up grossing $2.4 million worldwide, which is a really great profit given that they paid rocks and a leaf to make yeah, the movie. Yeah, seriously. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> so earlier when I mentioned that it's like kind of weird that I hadn't heard of it before, it's because we know the writers and directors for this movie. So yeah. it was mm-hmm. written and directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods. You may recognize this duo as the writers for A Quiet Place in 2018, which we covered in episode 21. You can check that out to learn. Yeah. I That's crazy. I know. Quiet Place was like huge. It was ginormous. I've never heard of this. (laughs) I know. It's so bizarre. And so like, if you want to learn more about Scott Beck and Brian Woods, you can check out our episode on A Quiet Place. I talked more about them then. Um, And I'm mostly going to be discussing their work on Haunt this time. But what's also weird is that they were working on the scripts for Haunt in a Quiet Place pretty much simu- simultaneously. And wow. yeah, and then when writing the two, they were kind of like exploring the two sides of horror that they both really love. So mm-hmm. A Quiet Place was something like more elevated and complex, as we know. Mm-hmm. And then Haunt, on the other hand, goes back to basics while it does have yeah. like a backstory and complexity. It's more of a good old fashioned straight up slasher in a lot of ways. We love to see it. <laughs> Absolutely. And Haunt... Slashes are fun. Oh, yeah. They're so much fun. We love them here. <laughs> uh, but Haunt ended up being their directorial debut, which is pretty cool. Oh, okay. But, yeah. It's it's weird. Because, like, 
A Quiet Place had a budget of like seventeen million dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. for this, I just straight up couldn't find the budget. Whereas, yeah, because like, after A Quiet Place came out, a lot of people were wondering like what these two were gonna do next and like trying mm-hmm. to keep an eye out for what they were making. And then mm-hmm. like Haunt didn't flop, but it like definitely mm-hmm. wasn't as crazy successful as a quiet place i feel like it didn't get promoted or anything like i saw stuff about the quiet place like you know advertisements and whatnot like that was pretty everywhere yeah yeah the fact that i've never heard of this and it's the same people who did the quiet place that's crazy it's bizarre it's such a weird phenomenon yeah but you know things happen i guess it's very strange Um, we're watching it now we're watching it now (laughs) indeed yeah and they also did a movie with like adam driver this year it was the weird dinosaur time travel one that i can't remember what it was called i really think it was just called like 65 or something okay but yeah, yeah they, they're a very interesting duo to me i'm like <laughs> who are you what are you doing anyway so their inspiration for haunt came from when woods and beck grew up together and they enjoyed going to like haunted house attractions for spooky season every year Mm-hmm. And they drew from some of those experiences for setting up scares or setting and scares for this film, minus, of course, like the murder that happens in this movie. Like, yeah. they didn't experience that at any of the haunted houses, thankfully. I would hope not. Right. <laughs> Basically, they wanted to build like their ideal haunted house and make it killer. Ha ha ha. And <laughs> by also exploring like the worst case scenario for a haunt. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I've never been to a haunted house and I, you will never catch me at a haunted that house. That is so Just, fair. I, I know who I am as a person. We probably discussed it on the pod. I, if you scare me, I'm throwing punches. Like that's just my <laughs> reaction. I can't do it. I don't want to hurt anyone. It's not fair to them. Mm-hmm. However, I think haunted houses, just like as a whole, is such an interesting thing that humans have put <laughs> together to be an attraction and just to do. I find them so like interesting just like psychologically yeah. and like cool and fun they're little amusement parks they you know are I mean? yeah they're just like a very specific type of amusement park and it's fun that they kind of got to build their like yeah. ideal haunted house that they would want to go through right I feel like that's it, that says a lot about a person first of all like oh, yeah. what your ideal haunted house would it be it does it but, does because like they've said in a lot of interviews that like a lot of haunted houses um are set up to be in their words like an assault on the senses like it's mm-hmm. sensory overload lots of sounds lots of jump scares mm-hmm. lots of stuff like that but for them an ideal haunted house is much less about all of that kind of stuff but more about an eerie feel and making it mm. almost look too tame. So you're mm. kind of, uh, you let your guard down a little bit mm-hmm. and you're kind of mm-hmm. a little more vulnerable in that state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. It's really interesting. But there was also this one experience in particular that Beck had that had a pretty impact, pretty big impact on him where he went to a haunted house attraction with a group of acquaintances that he didn't know very well. So he drove separately from like the group that he was going with for whatever reason. And it was a bit of a drive to get out to the haunted house because it was in the middle of the no in the middle of nowhere. I almost said the middle of the nowhere. Am I okay today? The place, the nowhere, the nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) They're from the Midwest. So like, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When you're going to something, it's going to be in the middle of nowhere. I can think of 10 different places that I went to high in high school. That was the middle of nowhere oh, yeah. just yeah. like you know 
on a regular basis, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, but as he got further from town and, like, into a more isolated area, he started to get anxious and for a minute legitimately wondered if the people he was going with were bringing him out there to kill him because, like, he (laughs) didn't know there very well. Um, Mm. To be clear, from what he was saying, it didn't seem like he thought he was in in any serious danger, but, like, it was just one of those fleeting anxiety things. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get it. <laughs> in my opinion, you should listen to those anyway. But in this case, yeah. he was never in any real you, danger. Like until you're driving through a cornfield at two in the morning, like you don't know what fear you is. Don't. You don't. Like, you really don't. Yeah. Because you like turn around a corner and you're like, what if I turn around a cr- corner and there's just a person standing in the and road? sometimes <laughs> with there a knife. is and sometimes there is <laughs> like legitimately there's walking i'm gonna i'm gonna like take a brief sidetrack and then we'll get back to beck's story but like there was one time so we me and my partner went to (laughs) it's funny that i'm mentioning this because the setting of this movie is actually in carbondale illinois which is where i went to college (laughs) for the first two years and that is the legitimate reason that i chose this movie i was gonna talk about it later but that's where it's amazing um so my partner was like on their way back to Carbondale and we lived a couple of hours away right and it was late at night and they literally rounded a corner of a cornfield and there was just a fucking child in the middle of the road Mm. how horrifying is that and like I don't remember like what they did to handle the situation but they did something reasonable um Mm. but like they just round the corner and they see this kid in basically the middle of the fucking road at like midnight (laughs) <laughs> yeah because it's like what do you do because it's like it's a kid so you like need to make sure that they're safe but at the same time but it's like, also like the action is like this is a demon child yeah it's like is this a demon child is this like like my first reaction would be like is this like you know a sex trafficking right? thing like because they do that they like lure you with children and so i'm just like Oh my god! Like that would what be is happening here? Terrifying. Yeah, I literally wouldn't know what to. Do. I think no. I would just cry. Like I think I would just sit there and I would just cry. Yeah. No, me too. I wouldn't know what the fuck to do, and I don't remember what they did. But you know, it's fine. It turned out fine. It wasn't a demon. It was just a, a child. Okay. <laughs> and the child made it home safe. Anyway, that's good. But that's just to say, when you're in the middle of fucking nowhere in the Midwest, surrounded by cornfields, yeah. anything can happen. So, like, it's a different type of fear. (laughs) It is. Yeah. But once they got to the haunted house, it was obviously an old abandoned barn because, of course, Mm -hmm. it was. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it looked so run down that it really felt like there was legitimate danger everywhere they looked, even though it was totally safe. The environment Mm -hmm. was just very unsettling. And this is, like, very Mm -hmm. typical for Midwest haunted houses. They're, like... Mm -hmm. In the middle of nowhere, in the creepiest possible fucking setting. They, it's a yes. whole, haunted house culture in the Midwest is a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you really <laughs> don't realize that. Like, if you're from there, you don't realize that until you move away. Like, yeah. when we lived there, there's haunted houses everywhere. They are mm-hmm. all over the damn place. You can find one within five minutes, no matter where you are. When mm-hmm. I moved to the Pacific Northwest, they're not really a thing outside of big mm-hmm. cities. Like, there's maybe mm-hmm. a couple... In, like, Portland, Seattle. But, like, outside of that, not really. There's a couple haunted corn mazes and things like that, but it's not very common. But Midwest, where they were from, they went to them all the fucking time. (laughs) It's also, I feel, like, so different. Because, like, we have them up here in New England. And they're, like, very, like, old-timey, you know, Mm because it's New England. But they're all, like... If you're at a haunted house, like, if you're approaching a haunted house and you turn around, you can see, like, a town. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, like, not... 
because New England is so just like condensed and everything is on top of each other that like unless you're like in buttfuck nowhere Connecticut which why would you want to be right sorry <laughs> Connecticut slander but <laughs> um <laughs> unless you're like out there it's like if you were like in like you know coastal New England and you're at a haunted house like you can see right civilization around you in the midwest no nah, you're 20 miles away from like you're so anything. isolated it's, anything yeah. but other haunted houses if we're being honest like yeah <laughs> truly yeah it's so the setting is they just, just spawn from the earth they do <laughs> they the do because because here's the situation when mm-hmm. you're surrounded by corn mm-hmm. what the fuck else are you gonna do yeah <laughs> like, no genuinely haunted houses yeah <laughs> I think there was someone that, I don't know if it was you or if it was someone else that we knew in high school that, like, one October went to a different haunted house every night through October. I so wish that that was me. (laughs) I I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I always went to, like, a few whenever I could, but I didn't get to go nearly as often as I wanted to, so I wish that that was me, but I feel like I remember (laughs) this as well. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's, like, literally just showing you. And all of them were in, you know, like, half an hour yeah, drive. Yeah, a it's very like reasonable distance. 30, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and it's just, you know, that's just That's just Midwest. Midwest haunted house culture. And so that's what Woods and Beck grew up with. And that really influenced their, like, creative process when it came to making yes. this film, which is really cool. <laughs> and so... Haunt came to fruition when Todd Garner, he's a very prolific producer known for films like Anger Management, The Fog, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, and a lot more, but like not a ton of horror films, which is interesting to me, but he was looking for a new project. And from what Woods said in an interview, Todd Garner basically commissioned them to write it. He like wanted Mm -hmm. to produce a haunted house film and Woods and Beck were all about it. They were like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. Producer Eli Roth, who has worked on other films like Hostel and Cabin Fever, he was also a huge influence on making this film, and he provided a lot of advice for the writer and directors um, on what he believed were elements that were necessary for a great horror film. And, like, one big one that I'll talk about after we watch the movie is, like, coming up with solid backstories for everyone Mm -hmm. involved, even if you don't necessarily give away what that whole backstory is. Yeah, that's important. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And it definitely um, paid off for them Mm -hmm. because everything feels like there's a reason, even if you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily know what it is. Ooh, I'm going to eat this movie up. You know how I feel (laughs) about character, like, lore and character development. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. I'm excited. Hell, yeah. (laughs) So getting into our cast, uh, our main cast, we have Katie Stevens as Harper, Will Britton as Nathan. You might recognize that name. I don't really know what I know him from, but I remember hearing his name and then seeing him and being like, he looks wildly familiar. I should look that up. And then I forgot to. <laughs> I feel like I know the name Katie Stevens. You might. I do. Yeah. You want to do Sorry, a little? Keep, keep little... going. <laughs> okay. I'm like Googling as you're. <laughs> That's okay. I'll keep going. And then Lauren Alyssa McLean as Bailey. Andrew Lewis Caldwell as Evan, Shazi Raja as Angela, Schuler Helford as Mallory, and then a special mention for the clown, who is played by Justin Markson, who Woods and Beck had known since they were 15, and it was always a goal of theirs to work on a production with him. Um, they worked together on like student films and things of that nature, so it was cool for them to all finally work on a feature together. He actually mm-hmm. auditioned several times for his role. 
they oh. yeah they didn't want to cast him just because they knew each other they wanted to make sure he was actually fit for the role so like he kept auditioning until he got it right which is very nice. interesting to me so do you want to know how you know andrew lewis caldwell yeah he's in good luck charlie <laughs> what i didn't even i don't even know if i watched that show ever <laughs> that's but it's probably what you recognize his face probably from. yeah if you, like, have barely glimpsed it. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't... I don't know if there's anything else that I recognize him from mm-hmm. or that you would recognize him from. The Archer, Geography Club, Endless Summer, yeah. Cloud Nine, Shredderman Rules, which has the guy from Ned's Classified School who ah. died in it, so that's cool. Um, but, yeah, that's the only one... Interesting. Like, Good Luck Charlie is the only one that I recognize. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's... Yes, he's also in Good Luck Charlie, everyone. Well... <laughs> The more you know. (laughs) And then in terms of awards, since it was a pretty small production, um, they were just nominated for a couple of awards at that Popcorn Frights film festival that they premiered at. So they were Mm -hmm. nominated for an audience award and the best feature film award. Nice. Yeah. And then since I already went over the setting and the synopsis of what the movie is about, we can just go straight into the trigger warnings. All right. And I will tell you, there's a lot. Okay, I know clowns is one of them, apparently. Yes, it is. This movie is kind of fucking crazy. I will be totally honest. Um, But what's nice about it is that, like, you get a pretty fair warning for everything that happens so that you can, like, hide your face if you need to. Yeah. So. It's like, if it's, like, slasher vibes, like, you know, they're they're trying to scare you, but it's not, like, jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. Yeah, (laughs) so it's slasher vibes, but it's, like, getting slightly into body horror as well. So oh, okay, it's okay. it's a gross movie. I will movie. be closing my eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to, I kind of listed the trigger, trigger warnings in like chillest to most not chill. Okay. <laughs> vaguely, sort of. So <laughs> um, to start out, spiders. Okay. Clowns. Stalking. Claustrophobic scenes. Domestic violence and PTSD. Gun violence razors they are used on someone you don't see them being used but you see the person's arm bleeding afterwards and then you see the razors laying on a table later on this happens during a scene in the haunted house when they stick their arms through holes in the wall like one of those haunt scares where you blindly feel for like spaghetti because it's Mm. supposed to be brains kind of thing yeah so Mm. when that scene happens if that's something that bugs you be aware of that and then In terms of the body horror, torture, and gore situations, like I said, you get a pretty fair warning for when things are going to happen. But examples include a lot of head trauma. That's, like, the main thing. Um, Hand mutilation, eye mutilation, broken bones, tooth damage. Um, And there's also choking that happens at one point. Um, Yeah. And flashing lights, including literal strobe lights. So. Okay be aware of that um but yeah like i said everything has like you know what's gonna happen yeah so if you're sitting there being like oh my god is this person gonna get their hand mutilated the answer is probably (laughs) yes so (laughs) so look away um you'll be ready yeah it's a pretty fun movie though i'm excited to watch it um do you think you can handle it um, I'm a little nervous. I feel like I've been getting braver. <laughs> I think you have this, as well. Through this podcast. Um, th- I'm thinking about how scared I was just to watch The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like I'll be okay. Uh, I, I feel like I 
since I haven't heard of it, I feel like I'm feeling braver because it's not like, you know, the quiet place where I was like, right. oh my god, I know how scared everyone was of that. This one, I'm just like, hmm, weird. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> hmm. yeah. I also like that it's in uh, Carbondale. That oh my fun. god. Yeah, it's so, there are a couple things that happen in this movie that are like, a lot of it is like very Carbondale. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. there's like parts of it that I'm like, have you ever been to Carbondale, Illinois before? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very funny to me. Um, and you'll know that when you see it. <laughs> I am sure but, I will. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a uh, very interesting choice. <laughs> I'm excited and also nervous. So That's fair. I don't know. I'll be hiding my eyeballs a lot probably. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun movie. <laughs> Hopefully you have fun too, but we will find out. Yes. I'll see yeah. you on the other side, guys. All right. Wish me luck. Bye. <laughs> Bye. To be fair, however, if this wasn't like a murderous haunted house, this is pretty sick. Right? It would be very fun. It's a little spooky. (gasps) Uh, Ah! Is that his address? That's scary. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't look. I will Uh, tell you when. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yep, it's bad. I like. Mm -mm. Ugh. I don't even know what's happening, but those sounds. You can assume what happened from that, yeah. probably, yeah. Um, okay. Reach inside. I would mm-hmm. rather not. Yeah, like, what am I reaching for, though? That's... But at least I guess it's a mag light. You could use that as a weapon. That's true, yeah. Bang someone's head. Ah! I know she's probably the final girl, so she's gonna be fine, but Jesus Christ, what's gonna happen to her? (laughs) Don't stand up! Girl! Get out of the way! She got lucky. Don't. No. 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 I don't like that. Oof. She is a bad bitch. She's a good final girl. Hell yeah. She said, I'm done with this shit. She said, I have had E fucking enough. (laughs) We'll take your weapon back. Right? That's my pet peeve is in horror movies when they like hit someone with a weapon and then just leave it. Yeah. It's like, dude, just fucking take it with you. Jesus Christ. Yes, man, get that fucking baseball bat. Hell yeah. I love this man. He's like, yeah, I'm done with your fucking shit. He's so over it. Oh, bro. I'll be honest, that wasn't that great of a hit. Nah, it could have been better, but, you know, it's fine, it worked. (laughs) Keep the baseball bat! Are you kidding me? Right? Like, why the fuck are you leaving it? Like, what the fuck is about to happen? Clown guy's still out and about. Ah! She's like, I get to be the spooky bitch now. <laughs> yes. Slay. Final girl queen. Hell yeah. Oh my god, that was so much fun. Right? 
We are. We that made was it. was fun. <laughs> yeah, right? Isn't it? Yeah. I, I thought so. I'm glad you agreed Yay. and enjoyed it. Because I was, I was a little worried because I'm like, it is a fun movie and I thought you were going to think it was fun, but I wasn't sure if the gore was going to be like too much or if it was going to be like reasonable. I The gore that I actually saw was fine, but I did hide my eyes a lot of the time. I will admit. That's fair because um, it's, there's quite a few parts that are very gross. <laughs> yes. I, listen guys, I can only do so much. Okay. And that's okay. <laughs> I'm here. I agreed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it is okay to... I say this all the time to hide your face whenever you got yeah. to. It don't matter. Yeah. You're still getting the story. Yeah, exactly. I can hear the grossness. It's yeah, fine. you you know it's gross. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine what's happening in my brain. So yeah. it's fine. And sometimes I don't that's it. enough. It is. Often exactly. it's enough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was fun. I really liked the characters. Um yeah. cool. and Pretty I like that. Uh, not only did the final girl survive, but her little boo thing also survived. Which right? doesn't normally happen. I feel like normally they kill off the the romance, or the yeah. romance is the bad guy. So yeah. it's cool that he survived, too. She yeah, he bitch. got to stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite quite a neat choice, if you ask yes, me. Yes, um, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, what would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 spookies? Um, I'm gonna give it, like a 9.5 i feel like it wasn't as scary as hell house but pretty spooky but it was pretty spooky um yeah it was hiding and it was like it was not spooky in the sense of like jump scares and stuff but it just like the gore and like the mask right and the creepiness of it all i feel like the whole aspect of it being a haunted house it's like the same with hell house where it's like you think this is just it's just for funsies you know what i mean um, right. And then realizing that it's not just for funsies, that makes it extra scary. Because you it does. kind of, you walk yourself into the situation almost. It's yeah. like, obviously not, but like, you know what, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like yeah. You went to this place. You willingly. entered willingly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That would be <laughs> horrific. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah. Um, to be going to a haunted house and then realizing that it's actually like scary that would be that's like nightmare that's worst nightmare yeah fuel. yeah worst and case scenario for anything houses. <laughs> fair enough you know yeah you never know what's gonna happen <laughs> you don't you really don't um but what would you rate it on a scale of one to ten in general um i'm gonna give it i think also a 9.5 nice. minus points for the gore just because of who i am as a person and that's okay yeah <laughs> it's not for everyone it's really not yeah, yeah, I I can't do it. I feel like like Scream is like the perfect amount of gore. Like the Scream franchise is like the perfect amount of gore for me because it's like it's a little silly. It's a little <laughs> silly, time. but there are still parts where it's like, oh, that's that's gross. Yeah, yeah. but they do it quick, like you know they what do. I mean. In they're the quick screen. with it. Mostly. In this, they're like, no, we're gonna drag it out. They we're do, gonna... they yeah. do. But that does kind of help too because like it does give you ample time to hide. Exactly. Like, mm, I, is, it's perfect mm, for me. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, there are a couple scenes where it's like, you could have shortened this and made it yeah, a little, a like, little. it would have had the same effect, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, You're just trying to be gross at this point. Yeah. Which I understand. Like, that's yeah, kind of the, that's whole, the point. whole point. <laughs> yeah. I can't but, fault them for that. <laughs> yeah. And, like, to be fair, it's only an hour and a half-ish long movie, so, like. Yeah. 
I Any get movie it. under two hours gets bonus points for me. I feel like that was the perfect length of movie. There was no point yeah. where I was like, all right, come on, guys. Let's let's move it along. Like, the whole time yeah. I was like, all right, all right. We're going to the next one. Going to the exactly. next Exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of, like, filler that they're very clearly yeah. trying to make it a longer movie. Like... Mm-hmm. I also think it's, like, same with Hell House, just any scary movie that's going to take place in a haunted house, I feel like it's easier to pace it, because it's, like, there are different rooms, like, different areas that they're going to. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, instead of just being one vast area, or, like, you know, you have a 20-minute scene here, and then, like, a five-minute scene here, it's kind of, like, you give each room kind of its own amount of time. Yeah, Um, it gets its own story, almost, and so... Yeah. It's a self-contained little thing. Yeah, I feel like that makes it easier to pace um, whenever you're, like, putting a movie. I don't know anything about putting movies together, but I just feel like, in general, if I was making a movie, and it's like, okay, we got ten minutes in this room, we got ten minutes in this room, we got ten minutes in this room, and then, like, however much for filler stuff, like, the things in between the rooms. Right. Um, And, like, I think that's cool. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So It's a very interesting formula to go with, for sure. I like it. Mm-hmm. And there's there's well. a lot more haunted house movies that we can explore too, and I oh, yeah. I really like exploring <laughs> sure at is. least one or two of them every October. I think it makes yeah. it it's very fun, very festive. I'm into it. So. I like yeah. I like the haunted house ones. I feel they're like. a good time. Yeah, they are. They're fun. Yeah, because they're a little whimsical because it's haunted house, <laughs> right? But then it's like, oh fuck! But it's <laughs> at the not. same time, there's a lot happening. Yeah. Yeah. So for this one, I want to talk just for a minute about the mm-hmm. setting choice of it being in Carbondale <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit more. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of a nod to John Carpenter's Halloween in a way. Mm-hmm. If you recall, that takes place in the fictional town of Haddonfield, Illinois. So keeping mm-hmm. it in an Illinois small town area and the vibe of the town felt mm-hmm. similar as well. That was mm-hmm. a little bit of a nod to John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I mentioned that um, Beck and Woods, they grew up in the Midwest, but I don't know if I mentioned specifically that they grew up not terribly far from Carbondale itself. Oh, cool. And yeah, and they liked the idea of a setting where there's actually a fairly large university because it's surrounding college students, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's still a place that's pretty unknown to most people. So you keep yeah. that like small town mm. feel sort of yeah unless you're like from or around southern illinois or you decide to go to college there you don't like that's it could be a fictional town to you it like i feel like if anyone else is watching it that doesn't know about it they mm-hmm. just be like okay carbondale illinois that's a fake place um and then you yeah. google it and it's real and you're like and Whoa. it's real yeah <laughs> um but also if you're from around there you know that carbondale is pretty well known in the area for the halloween shenanigans that they get up to there hell yeah um, I'm not going to get super deep into it, <laughs> but, um, around like nineties, early two thousands ish, the Halloween parties there were so fucking insane that the university got like banned. Like you couldn't do <clears throat> Halloween events in Carbondale anymore for a while. Oh, no. So they started unofficial Halloween, which takes place the weekend before cause it's like <laughs> the same shenanigans, but, um, not on Halloween, so they're not breaking any rules. I love um, that. Yeah, Listen, and then if there's a will, there's a fucking way. We will be sure having sh- Halloween. Like- oh my god, Carbondale <laughs> is determined to fucking have Halloween, and so now at this point they still do unofficial the weekend before Halloween, but then on Halloween weekend they also do Halloween shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So it, you get two Halloweens <laughs> in Carbondale. Yes. 
I feel like, yeah, no, I feel like, like you said earlier, like, the Midwest, there's literally fucking nothing to do. So, if Mm -hmm. you have a holiday that you can involve, like, not just activities like going to a bar and drinking, but, like, haunted houses, corn mazes, like, all these, like, fun little things, like, we're gonna fucking go all out for it. I've noticed that since moving to New England, like, I was talking to one of my friends up here, and they had gone down with me, like, right around Halloween time, and they were like, yeah, you guys go hard for Halloween. Like, we don't really do that up here. Like, we go trick-or-treating and, like, we, like, kind of decorate our yards. But, like, if you are in a suburban neighborhood anywhere in the Midwest, like, those yards are going to be fucking dead. Oh, my God. They go fucking crazy. (laughs) And, like, this isn't a thing everywhere, but in the town that we grew up in, they did, like, kind of two nights of trick-or-treating. Because Mm -hmm. we did, the night before was, like, official trick-or-treat night, and then actual Halloween, there was a huge Halloween parade. Mm -hmm. And, um, but on that night, some people still did trick-or-treating. So, like, it's, Halloween is a huge fucking thing in the Midwest. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, I, you know... You go trick-or-treating, and then for us, like, for the Halloween parade, you get as much, if not more, candy, like, at the Halloween oh, yeah. parade than you would trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. And, like, I didn't know until I went to college that people didn't trick-or-treat on the night before Halloween. And Me neither. And trick-or-treated on Halloween. And, t- like, until I was in college, I thought yeah. everyone just did the night before and then had a big Halloween parade. And, like, but half no. the town is in the parade anyway, so, right? like... It was, like, a a huge deal in that time. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then here, like, our first few years of living here, we didn't get any trick-or-treaters at all. Mm -hmm. And then last year was the first time we actually got a couple. And I'm hoping we get more this year if Mm -hmm. the weather holds out. Because I think we would have gotten more last year if um, it wasn't raining really bad. But, yeah, yeah, it's just not as much of a thing. Yeah, no. And I, like, you know... Uh, for the first few years that I was here, I lived in a city, and so, like, I wasn't necessarily expecting as many trick-or-treaters. I was also on the third floor of an apartment complex, so I, like, yeah. unless I wanted to, like, go sit on the sidewalk. But now I'm on the first floor, and it's, like, a house, and there's a ton of kids in the neighborhood, and we only got one trick-or-treater last year. And I was right. like, do they just go somewhere else, or do they, do they just not trick-or-treat? I'm, like, I'm convinced that for our area, they probably just go to one of the, like, more wealthier more wealthier yep (laughs) um one of the wealthier suburbs or something like that um Mm -hmm. but but it's weird because like our apartment complex has a lot of kids so i'm just yeah exactly yeah there's a bunch of kids in our neighborhood so i'm like what what are you doing where are you (laughs) yeah but i'm convinced that they just go elsewhere but it might also just be a thing that it's not as big of a deal in places yeah other than where we're from here they have from just what I talked to with my friend, they have more Halloween parties instead of, like, trick-or-treating. So the uh, night of Halloween, like, a bunch of people get together and they just have candy there. And it's, like, they have parties, like, for kids and stuff. Oh, that's so cool, like, though. they all just, you know, get together and, and do that. But Oh, my I, God. Uh, like, oh, God, what's that character's name in Hocus Pocus? Her family has, like, a big party for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name either. I'm so sorry. The only... But... I'm so sorry, but the only thing that I can remember is uh, <laughs> this the line of Max loves your yabos <laughs> and it's about her yabos <laughs> and I'm just like I can't yeah, remember I her they name do, they do more of that where it's like you kind of just get together for a party and that's kind of cool instead of trick-or-treating which I get it but also like trick-or-treating is so much fun trick-or-treating <laughs> is okay listen uh, full disclosure I went trick-or-treating for way too fucking long Same. I was way too old to be trick-or-treating by the time I stopped because that shit is so much fun yeah. And, like, as a teenager, there are way worse things that we could have been doing. Exactly. 
give me the candy. Like, fuck yeah, you. <laughs> I'm saying it's like we're not we weren't harassing the kids. We weren't. We were just literally just doing what they were doing. Going. To I just wanted candy too, man. Up. Yeah, exactly. That's the yeah. whole fun part of it. Yeah, and we didn't really party in high school because we were no. losers. But um, <laughs> I just had too much anxiety for it. I was yeah, like, no, exactly. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it was yeah Halloween yeah. in the Midwest. You really don't know it until you experience it. I highly recommend experiencing Halloween in the Midwest at least once in your life. Seriously. If you like Halloween, because it's so much fun. Exactly. Yeah, no, just go to just some tiny-ass town somewhere, drive around, see all the Halloween decorations, hit a haunted house in the middle of a cornfield, go trick-or-treating, who gives a fuck how old you are. It'll be great. Yeah. (laughs) That's my thing. PSA, if someone shows up at your door and they seem like they're too old to be trick-or-treating, like, for example, if they're 25, who (laughs) gives a fuck? Just give them a candy and move on. I'm saying. Or if they're, like, 25 or something, maybe give them a candy and, like, a cider, you know? Yeah. You know, it's (laughs) fun. I know you're drinking them, especially if they're in the Midwest. That was, like, you know, parents. They're sitting on their porches, they're drinking... Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are multiple people in my sorry, this has just turned into a podcast about Halloween in the Midwest. It's, Halloween it's fine. Time. Who gives <laughs> the fuck? It's on topic for the episode. I'm saying, yeah. There was there are multiple people in my neighborhood who they would like sit out in their driveway and they would like have bonfires and then project like scary movies on That's their That's what garage my family stores. would do. Minus yeah. the projecting, yeah. Yeah, no, and they would, you know, just hang out outside and then like all the other adults would like go do that while their kids were walking around the neighborhood to be fair we did live in a very safe town where like we didn't have to worry about that kind of stuff you could just kind of like let your kids walk around and like keep an eye on them from afar um so i know not a lot of people are privileged enough to have that experience exactly So that's why i'm saying go to the midwest like find a place that's nice yeah get a little airbnb there and just enjoy the ride (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's it's a fun time it's great and you can always find like activities everywhere yes. even if you're not like into haunted houses there's like corn mazes out the ass because there's corn out the ass like yes. there's just so much fun shit to do and there's sometimes yeah. there's like Hayrides. free movies in the park too mm-hmm. and they yes. get spooky with it i remember yeah. they had frankenstein one time but yeah there's like all sorts of cool stuff to yeah. do at uh, the City Museum in St. Louis, they have a Halloween rave. <laughs> if you're into what the- on Halloween night, they have a rave. I feel and- like we've talked about this, and my mind was blown then, and it still is now because I forgot. Yeah, so that's also a thing you can do if you're into that. If you want to go dance for Halloween, that'd be really cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. Side yeah. note: Speaking of like going to like fun places during like Halloween time, I just went to like Disney World recently, and they did like a Halloween bash. And we went to that, and I didn't find out until after the fact that in Space Mountain during that, they play, like, spooky music. So the ride is actually, like, eerie as fuck during that party. And I didn't find out until after, so we didn't do it, and I'm pissed. Oh, that's sad. That's okay. Next time. I'll just have to go again. Darn. Oh, no. It's fine. (laughs) In, like, five years. That shit's expensive. Yeah, true. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, so back to haunt, though. Yes, sorry, guys. We just did that detour about Halloween. Listen, I feel like we just both sincerely miss, like, Halloween in the Midwest. Like, fuck the town I grew up in and, like, fuck most of the people that I live with. But, like, Halloween time there, mm, that's the reason I'm a spooky bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. There's, like, one person in my neighborhood 
here that like goes all the fuck out and i Mm want to be friends with them so badly (laughs) but like yeah i just miss being immersed in that during halloween time it's a culture it's a time it is it is (laughs) and you know what this is a podcast and we can talk about halloween as long as we want because it's relevant to everything (laughs) so it's fine true um but back to the movie (laughs) back to the movie though there was an allegedly true story that partially influenced them for writing this movie as well Okay. That um, Woods and Beck said in an interview that had happened to a personal friend of theirs. Mm-hmm. They didn't go into details as to who the people involved were. So I had a hard time looking into it to get exactly what happened. So all of this is super vague. I couldn't vet any of it. So this mm-hmm. is all allegedly. Mm-hmm. At some point, a friend of theirs was working on a horror short film about murder. And the director of this film turned out to have actually murdered people in the process. He used the film and, like, built relationships with people involved in it as a means to murder them. Oh. And, like I said, I have no idea who they were talking about, but the experience of a film about murder leading to actual murders played into some influence on the idea of a killer haunted house, you know. Um, Interesting. Like, That's scary. Yeah, like being immersed into something that you think is safe and then it turns out very much not to be. Yeah. Um, if that is something that actually happened, that's fucking horrific and awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, sure. I couldn't I couldn't find anything about it. Yeah. Um, when I looked, all that I could find was about... Have you heard of the movie Cannibal Holocaust? I have not. So it's like an extremely controversial horror movie where um, like while they were filming it... The actors who got killed in it, they signed an agreement to avoid the public and avoid any press for a year after the movie came out to, like, make it kind of feel more real, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And it was, and, like, the the footage in the movie itself combined with that was so realistic that um, this director actually got charged with murder. And he almost went to prison. Um, And so he had to, like, track down these people that he had signed those contracts and be like, you have to come out. Like, they think I actually killed you. Um, So that's the only thing that I could find um, related to a murderous director. Uh, So I have... And he didn't actually kill anybody. But uh, Yes, obviously. Yeah. I I don't know who that was about. Um, Mm -hmm. But interesting sad nonetheless yes yeah and then moving on a little bit so this movie of course has a little bit like of a deeper thematic meaning right because they like to do that kind of thing in their movies because in Mm -hmm. a quiet place like the deeper meaning was like about familial relationships and haunt has like a central theme too Mm -hmm. and that is pretty much just about everyday people wearing like a mask of some sorts walking around with some sort of facade about themselves so like Harper has gone through all of this traumatic shit, but she is, like, walking around claiming, like, everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, she didn't go through all this horrific stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. a pretty natural response for a lot of people who have gone through horrible fucking things, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And on top of that, or maybe not that, but, like, in addition to that, um, the masks of the villains are sort of, like, supposed to be scary in a vintage sense. But are kind of disarming because like vintage Halloween masks kind of feel safe because it's a vibe that you know very well and you're very Mm. familiar with. So Mm. um, you see that and it kind of like gives you a false sense of safety and security. But Mm. then when they remove their masks, 
the terror it's, is actually yeah. worse there too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same goes for the haunted house itself too. It feels less scary at first, and then its quote unquote mask is taken off when they see someone killed right in front of them. Yes. So it's it's just a, a big theme of masks. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, they just thought that it would be interesting to introduce that kind of idea and then also make Harper turn out to be a bad bitch in the end and yes. like she could save herself the whole time kind of thing. I love that. And, yeah. yeah. It's pretty she cool. She was awesome. I loved her at the end. I love that she turned her like I like that she got home first and she turned her little house mm-hmm. into a haunted house. Oh my god. With the clown guy. Yes. When the fucking speaker started playing the little song and she like walked real quick past the hallway, I yeah. oh my god, my heart. I'm like, yes, yes. bitch. Queen. Fuck him up. Uh. <laughs> the best queen behavior i love it we love to see it yeah and there's also more to the villains but we just don't know all that there is just yet Mm -hmm. um so like i mentioned before they all have fully fleshed out backstories in order to make the story like more convincing Mm -hmm. and they give small glimpses of that in the film but they leave it mostly up to the imagination for a few reasons Mm -hmm. so they feel like an audience's imagination tends to be scarier than what you can put on screen. Mm -hmm. That's true for a lot of movies like that being a motivation. So, Mm. and it's true. Like people, your brain can come up with all sorts of fucking crazy ass scenarios Mm -hmm. and it will. (laughs) And it also makes you think more than if they were to just put everything into the movie. Mm -hmm. Cause it leads to more conversations after like what the fuck was going on there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What was the motivation? Who is this group of people? How did they fucking find each other? Like, are there more sectors of them? Like, we don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can assume that the clown is dead because Harper shot him, but is he? Yeah, exactly. We didn't see a body. We don't know. Maybe he got away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it leaves room for more installments if they Mm -hmm. choose to pursue a franchise. Mm -hmm. And... Haunt 2 discussions have officially begun as of March this year. Hell and yeah. yeah, I'm definitely hopeful that it comes to fruition because this movie is just so much fun. It and is. like I was saying, I would love to learn more about the killer cult behind the yes, haunted house. Exactly. Because yeah. he said, like, one of them's a tattoo artist, like, one of them, like, they have these whole lives outside mm-hmm. of this. They just, like, come together one night. Like, I feel like this yeah. is. And, and the witch was like, you think you're the first person who's ever gotten this far? So, like, they've right. been doing this. For, for a, a while. while. Yeah. How have they gotten away with it? All these people just, like, get murdered and and what? Like, I'm, Right? Yeah. That's, Do all yeah. the haunted houses get burned down after they're done? Is that how they yeah. hide the evidence? I don't mm-hmm. know. And, like, is the clown the leader of all yeah. of this? Like, is it going to fall apart with him being dead? Is like, he there's just, just the leader of that one? Like, if there's, mm-hmm. like, a whole, like, posse of them? Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, all across the world? There's definitely room for, like, prequels. There's mm-hmm. room for sequels. There's mm-hmm. room for all sorts of shit. And prequels? I... Prequels? <laughs> you know? And I, I think it's great because, like, they also made it good, at, like, good enough that it could be a standalone film if they mm-hmm. wanted to. So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like it takes a lot of skill to be able to form format it like that, to where mm-hmm. there's room for growth, but you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can do and whatever I, you want with it afterwards. Yeah, I just think it's mm-hmm. very fun. Because so, it doesn't necessarily leave you off on, like, a cliffhanger, but right. it does leave you being like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, definitely... So. 
wanting more information, you know? Um, yes. It's very cool. I like it. But on the topic of a future haunt film, the filmmakers also mentioned wanting to explore other classic monster archetypes, including Ooh. like a mummy and a wolfman in another mm. haunt movie. And I cannot wait to see if they end up going that route and like what monsters they end up including. Cause in this one we had like a devil, a ghost, a witch, like stuff like that. So mm. um, they, there's so many other monsters yes, that they that can, can explore. Mm-hmm. It'll just be Absolutely. very cool. Yeah. It would be very cool. I would like yeah. to see another one. I hope they do another one. So that way I do too. Watch it. Yeah. And like, part of me was like, it's been like four years though. That's kind of crazy to like pursue that after that time. Mm-hmm. But then also like something weird happened in 2020. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> shit, shit um, went awry. A yeah. Bit. I, something bizarre, but um, <sighs> they do have several other projects coming up in the next like year or two. So mm-hmm. it would probably be after that. A minute. That they yeah. pursue it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for Haunt, but uh, I had a lot of fun. But would you watch it again? Um, I think I would watch it again. I feel like there's like a lot of little Easter eggy stuff because at the beginning mm-hmm. you're like, it's fun to like see this and then like know what everything is for. So yeah. I feel like it'd be fun to rewatch it and like watch the opening sequence again and be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And oh, like, yeah. I want to see more Easter eggs about like the the evil people because they had a whole fucking break room they had a little microwave they were like vibing out i'm like how like and they seem i one of my favorite things that they did as like an artistic choice was that all of them had normal voices like none of them were like Mm -hmm. talking or like like you know what i mean like all of them like whenever they started talking you're like these are just normal ass people yeah they are just these are just people. people doing and then there was that guy who was like, he said, once I have my first kill, I'll earn my face. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so there's like an initiation going on with this. Which yeah. means like each one of them were recruited voluntarily and then like, you know. Yeah, worked like, their you know way I mean? up, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I would like to re, I think I probably won't rewatch it anytime soon, but I feel like I'll want to rewatch it once the second one comes out. Right. To, like, oh, that would be super remember. fun. Remember what happened yeah Yeah. maybe if there's another one that comes out we can watch this first outside the pod and then just like hop right into the second one oh that'd be awesome that would be fun yeah Um, that'd be very cool yeah i feel like i won't rewatch it anytime soon but yeah like i said just whenever the second one comes out if it comes then i'll rewatch it yeah to prepare yeah i think personally this is probably going to end up being an annual watch for me yeah because <laughs> like it's it gets you into the haunted spooky halloween mood you know mm-hmm. it's great yeah the acting was really good i really like yeah. the group of friends like they i like how they all interacted with each other that was they fun. yeah they had really good chemistry and from what mm-hmm. i remember reading um that was really important to the filmmakers too that mm-hmm. um the actors could get along offset as well because that mm-hmm. would make their relationships on screen a lot more convincing yeah. mm-hmm. um yeah, I think they all did a great job. And, like, the actor who plays Nathan, let me remember his name, hold, please, Will Britton. I, yeah. I'm always so impressed when people are that good at portraying someone who is panicking but trying so hard to mm. be logical and, like... Yeah, remain calm, yeah. Yeah, that's always very impressive to me, so... He did a really good job. Like, he was very he believable did. as that kind of guy character like mm-hmm. i don't know I, I we've all met that kind of guy character who's just like sporty athletic and like maybe a little bit of a douchebag but like is also nice 
yeah trying to handle situations like that yeah. like you know what and I mean? sometimes yeah. it doesn't go over so well but no yeah, yeah no, i think each of their job. characters did a good job with their yeah. like like the girl that was the nurse and like just kept talking about nurse stuff like yeah I, oh my god that's so real <laughs> i it, no like for real like they do a really good job at like yeah. who these characters are and like what their backgrounds are and then like putting that into the script like just dropping you kind of in the middle of this first yeah. group without having to like formally introduce them as like hello i am the person who is a nurse like you know right like, she like, comes out on screen and she's in the nurse costume so you're like okay she's dressing up as a sexy nurse for halloween and then she's like right. well you have swelling on your boo like you know she yeah. like, drops all this medical stuff and you're like oh okay so she's an actual nurse but it's like something yeah. that a, a nurse friend would say to another friend exactly um, like so yeah no they they did a really good job with the characters in the script and yeah all of that the acting was really good too yeah and i think it also helps too like with everyone having backstories it was also a really collaborative effort with like the actors and things like that they had a lot of input for their backstories because of course um the filmmakers had stories in mind for all of them but then Mm -hmm. um once the actors came into it they were able to put in their input and like put their own spin on things to Mm -hmm. like make it more immersive yeah very cool that's fun i like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's a good one i had a good time so, with all of that, uh, I think that is all we have for today. Mm-hmm. So, Tay, where can the f- people find us for more Halloween spooky shenanigans this month? Because well, there's so much. There is so much. If you want to participate in our giveaway, please go check out our Instagram at Here's Horror Podcast. You just find the post about it. You, yep. you comment. You comment some stuff. You like some stuff. You follow some some stuff. It's super and easy. It's literally just like four taps on your phone. Like you've got this, guys. Yeah. Um, I believe in you. So, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> participate in the giveaway. We're collecting some of our little treasures for mm-hmm. you. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be worth it to want to win this giveaway. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to win all... it. And we're putting it together. So. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we keep being like, should we just buy like another one for us? Oh, I have done that with a couple of the things. I have <laughs> yeah, just bought my so, own. <laughs> like, this is stuff that we want, too. So, like, it's not it's just cool going to be, like, stupid random stuff. It's going to be it's gonna be fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And you can also check out our Twitter at Here's Horror if you're, like, not on Instagram, but you still want to know whenever episodes are posted. But I would suggest you get on Instagram because of the aforementioned giveaway. It's the only Just, way to enter, so. You know. So, um, check out our Twitter at Here's Horror. You can check out our Tumblr at Here's Horror. You can send us some DMs on Tumblr. Tell us, um, if you had a mask, what mask would you be wearing? I would be a witch, personally. Um, that, yep. I, yeah. Uh, I think so, I would be a wolf man. Yes. That's how I'm feeling that, today. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm into it. Um, <laughs> you can also um, send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Um, send us your Halloween costumes. We want to see your Halloween yes, costumes. We might post we them on our Instagram or something. If you give us permission. If not, yes. you can just say that in the email and we'll just look at them and be like, wow, look at how great they look. Super um, cute. <laughs> I want to see all your cute little faces and costumes. Yeah, I want to see your costumes. Um, And then last but not least, you can also subscribe to our Kofi at Here's Horror Podcast. Um, we got some fun stuff going up over there and it's just a good time. It's If you like good to hear us ramble around. about, you know, random midwest halloween stuff and other random things <laughs> other um, shenanigans you know <laughs> you know just fun stuff you can yeah definitely check out our kofi um and i think that's it i think that's it as well so stay tuned for more spooky times this month watch some movies with me enter the giveaway all the good shit 
be safe. Have fun yes. with your Halloween shenanigans. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we will <laughs> catch you next week. So yes, we will. Thank you right. so much for listening. <laughs> and as always, thank you to Tay for watching Haunt With Me. You're welcome. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.